on 2SM and the Super Network. High Tide. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Up before the sun with a can of worms running with my friend. Scurrying down the riverbank, taking our positions on the bridge. Hoping for that red fin, one pound to put in Mama's fridge. Where the wobbler and the dragonfly knew us like they knew the river bend. But as sure as yabbies bite your toes, this boyhood story had to end. Seven minutes after four, high tide. Good morning, everybody. Grant Boyden and Kieran Ricky in the studio for you today, taking a look at the offshore forecast to kick things off. In Sydney, we are heading for a top of 18 degrees. Feels about half of that. 15 towards the uh, south coast and 22 as you head north. Now, the forecast is for westerly 10 to 15 knots, so not quite as bad as yesterday. The sea's below 0.5 of a metre and partly cloudy being the conditions for the protected in... Uh, sorry, for Broken Bay to Port Hacking, we are looking at westerly 15 to 20 knots, 1 to 1.5 metre seas. The swell out of the south, 1 to 1.5 metres, decreasing to around 1 metre early in the evening. So, yeah, still looking a bit dodgy uh, offshore, but inshore... As I say, good morning to Kieran Ricky. I was watching them out on uh, Pitwater. There was definitely a blow, but hey, it didn't detract any, anybody from going out there, and they didn't look like they were struggling. Those who like to use the uh, free method, that's the wind, would have been enjoying those conditions. Uh, the, the direction it was coming, I noticed that quite a few of them were motoring up the... And, and it's so bad. Oh, it's funny. Pit water. Yeah. I, I and suppose, sail them back into it. I suppose I'm a bit of a purist in so far as every time I see a, 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 a yacht under motor... I cringe. <laughs> Says he with limited skippering experience, though. All the old sailors like Michael Spees and and uh, Robbie Mundell and that, you know, and Kay Cotty, you know, they were, um, yep, no, stink boats, <laughs> you know. We, we, we don't pollute, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's... But nowadays... Every yacht that's made's got a motor. Yeah, yeah, and and they they look. I, I tell you what, there's a guy that sails um, from the east coast of America. Um, it, How to sail oceans is YouTube channel. He's got a wooden boat that uh, he you know repairs and builds himself. Uh, no motor, no motor even on his dinghy. He rows his dinghy around and yeah. he sails onto more. He sails onto wharfs. It's incredible to watch. His skill level is phenomenal. But you mentioned. Yeah, that is skillful. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. He does it old school. And it's an old school boat with all the, the canvases, you know, and oh, it just looks absolutely fantastic. And he sails it all around the Caribbean. Knowing, knowing when to drop the mainsail and all your power. And knowing that you will have enough go forward to manoeuvre and yeah, that's, pull up alongside the wharf. That's knowledge of your vessel. Uh, he oh. also he's also akin to, and I forget the name of the yaw he uses. 
he'll he'll come in close to you know for a difficult one if it's into the wind or you know it's on a bad angle for the wind he'll bring the boat in drop the main and then he's got this big oar almost like they use in Venice you know and he'll oar it yep, into yep. there's a proper term for it but I can't think of it at four o'clock in the morning uh, and he'll uh, he'll bring it into the wharf and sometimes you know sometimes it, you know worst case scenario if he's forced to he does have an outboard motor for his dinghy um, but he just doesn't want to use it because it's, he sort of feels it goes against what sailing's all about. But if he's forced to, he'll, you know, uh, tag the uh, tag the dinghy onto the side of the yacht times. and bring it in. Look, I mean, <clears throat> when you talk, talk about boating, when they introduced the bow thrust, that was like introducing cars to park themselves. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, so, I, I've been with... <clears throat> with uh, Mel, I won't mention his last name, but he bought a. He, he went from a, a like a twenty odd foot half cab cruiser, and he bought himself a monstrous big thing like Blake. He's got you know, eighty odd foot and uh, cruiser, and down for Rush Cutters Bay, and he rings me up, Kieran, can you come down and, and get? Somebody to bring you out, and he said, "Come and park this boat for me." <laughs> he bought it brand new. It's like buying a car. Like if you're an automatic driver, never driven a manual, and somebody gives you this bloody Rolls Royce that's got uh, a gear stick, you know, you're lost. Yeah. Now, what am I going to do with this uh, couple of million dollar motor car or couple of million dollar boat? I don't know how to park it. Yeah, yeah. So. That's interesting, and I think the education of how to obtain a license uh, for powering, uh, you know, or being in control of motorised boats is a good thing. Totally. Totally. It's like a motor car, Hmm. especially with the traffic out on the muddy road and the traffic on the water. Well, there's a lot of it. Um, you know, you, that, that's why I'm choosing to try and get this boat up to Pittwater <clears throat> midweek. Sydney Harbour and Pittwater. Isn't Blakey going to come and be he, an observer? He did. He, was going to, he said he was going to come and film it so if I got into trouble, he could put it on YouTube for me. Yeah, that's, or Facebook that or whatever it was. Blakey. <laughs> he'll, have his, um, he'll just sit there in the big machine. Yeah. No. He, he needs to take... Idle alongside you. Yeah, he'll probably be idling like too. Like there, in amongst the whales. You'll be right. <laughs> he, he, um, he, was, he was kind enough to say, look, I need to take the boat for a run, so I'll buddy boat you up, which I'm... That just adds... See, I'm a big thing on... A big person on risk mitigation, right? The less risk you take, the safer your journey's going to be. True. And having a buddy boat there, which, so you've got a dinghy with an outboard on it, you've got a buddy boat, you've done all your lines, you've, you know, scraped down the hull, you've had your rigging checked over, you've bought brand new sails. I mean, we're really getting the risks of potentially not getting there to, to the lowest level. And we need to keep going, you know, well, all the way. Hence Kieran buying the big car. Mm. Because it's, it's supposed to have all the, the features to stop me from running into anything, but it didn't. I, I did back into the brick wall. But that was when a big, big storm came and whatever. Blame the, and what, Brent, what, it blew Brent you off course, did it? Said, get the car out, get the, the hail's coming 
get it in the garage. Well, there wasn't a lot of room left in the <laughs> garage and I hit the wall going to get in. But You mentioned a few minutes ago, uh, not just a sailing legend, but a, a tactical legend, uh, Michael Spees. Yeah, Speezy. I haven't seen Speezy in years, but I actually met him not through yachting, through motorsport. He was very much in demand as a tactician in motorsport. He yeah. used to uh, do all the tactical for Gary Holt, who was also a sailor racer. He was an Australian champion. Yeah, yeah uh, Speezy. Yeah. Oh, mate, he's won as a tactician, and he skippered Sydney to Hobart yacht races. Uh, just... He used to race his 18-footer, Yeah, and he won the 18-footers year after year. Yeah. I, don't know, I think he went to the Olympics once. I'm not too sure. Now, I can't remember. We've got a couple of Cheerios. Carrots had an absolute blinder yesterday. Three winners. So congratulations, Four, Carrots. 440 the first winner. Yeah. Dollar seventy the second and five dollars and five dollars ten for the third winner. And people have gone absolutely mad over it. Um, so a few shout outs. A couple of people uh like Brandon wanted uh, me to, you know, say happy you know, thank you to uh to carrots, he actually backed them in a multi, so yeah, well, I all three to in a multi. On, I can't. I, I don't know why I'm, I can't. I try to put an all up on, but see, they don't have the words all up anymore. They got all these different terms, terminologies. Yeah, tabs change. Yeah, change Lor- everything. Lawrence and family that are living up in Esk. Which all is, right, yeah, yeah, beautiful part of the world. He uh, he picked up the chocolates too. So he's yeah. happy. Lots of happy campers on Facebook yesterday. Well, there'll be a lot more today because don't forget, folks, stay with us, and we are going to give a one week's holiday. That's at a house, three bedrooms, sleeps eight, two hundred meters from the club, and looks over the ocean and the bay there at Crescent Head. Now you have to you have to get ready to be on Facebook to be a part of this. And are we announcing the winner before the end of the show? Is that the plan? We're going to try. Yeah, Brendan was going to be here. You said to Brendan, it's his job. Yep. Yeah, he's that he's way, that way. Jake's always Kieran <laughs> having any friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we want to we want to keep it random, but we also. Um, the, the, we'll be talking more about it as the morning goes on too. So mm. stay listening, and if uh, you, I don't know if you have it on your computer or if you have it on your smartphone or whatever, stand by because the High Tide Facebook page is going to be the key uh, to winning this. Hey, oh, Kieran, do you know what I did? Uh, Ronnie Abdullah called over to home yesterday. Yeah, where, where you said you bought in the sausage rolls? He brought the sausage rolls. Yep, and there's pork and truffle. And, of course, I'm sitting in the cafe when he says, I got these. But, and they said, truffle. I said, yeah, don't know what it is. Is that something like a dessert? They said, no, it just happens to be a $1,500 a kilo. Holy dooly. I said, truffle, is that dear? They said, yep, it grows. It's, it's like a cancer on the bottom of the roots of some special trees. Uh-huh. And they use pigs. To find it and harrow it out. Ooh. How about that? Ooh. And then they shave it all down, and that's what he's done. He shaved it so it's through the meat and in the pork. So um, everybody said, we'll take them. I said, no, I've got to take them to work for Grant and I first. We might try them, and if we like them, well, that's where they yeah. might stay. Speaking of coffee shops, you made a new best friend yesterday at PPK. 
which right, is Piranha yeah, Park Kiosk, yeah. And uh, he ended up filling us up with donuts. They were very good donuts. Oh, yeah. Very different. That's, that's just down the road here from us. Yeah. They, they're not, they weren't as hard as like your, your donut no, king donuts. They were soft and fluffy and light and, yeah. <laughs> the only thing is if you go there, try and get there a bit before 8 o'clock because the local police department managed <laughs> to go and have a coffee break down there when, when as soon as he turns. Very popular with the highway patrol. Yeah. <laughs> so don't go there if you're a wanted man. I can believe it, over in the corner. <laughs> Here's Kieran trying my phone's ringing. You shouldn't put yourself I, I in. To press that. I've got my heart seat belt halfway on. Oh, man, oh, man. There's a reason why they find you for that sort of stuff, Kieran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because it's called take 10 seconds to put it on before you leave. Exactly. We're going to take a quick break here at 18 minutes after four. We'll come back here and we'll give you an idea of what's going on fishing-wise. Talking sport. I listen to Talking Sport because you guys discuss team dynamics better than anyone and the seasons are just starting to get cracking, so we're seeing some form and we're looking towards grand final day. But I also listen to Talking Sport because of Johnny, mate. We just love the passion. That's why I listen to Talking Sport. Good on you, Johnny. <laughs> Weekdays from three. Worried about you, Peppy. Are you increasingly worried? <laughs> You know, you're a relatively young man, but you just get so cranky at times. Mm-hmm. Graham, does he walk outside and shout at passing clouds? Do you know how they say, you know, go hard or go home and all that? Oh, yeah. They seriously underestimate my desire to go home. <laughs> <laughs> this is 2SM. Ah, good afternoon, boys. You're, you're like uh, psychiatrists, the three of you. you. I've never been to a psychiatrist, by the way, but I'm just letting you know that's how soothing. The invoice is on its way. Yes. Mate, I'm, I'm laying in hospital with my wife, actually. We're both in here. I come in on Friday and collapse and so and the doctor said to me so I said it's the stress the people on the radio put on me <laughs> talking sport weekdays from three whether you dream of winning a commonwealth games gold medal or three like the australian jackaroos or you're just searching for your next social competitive sport that could make you a local legend the skills you've honed over a lifetime of playing sport will make you a legend on the bowls green and that green is just up the road Bowls, local legends wanted. Find a club near you. Visit bowls.com.au and click on Find a Club. Hey, it's Candy here. As a presenter in the world of sport, I see many powerful performances. Now, thanks to Azito, we're helping power your next DIY project. Did you know Azito's 18-volt range is powered by Einhell? German-designed quality, driving innovation and performance. So you can power over 85 cordless tool and garden products with the same battery. Azito, powering DIYers all day, every day. Exclusively available at Bunnings Warehouse. Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1800 805 366 or go to view.org.au. Sustained performance in league is more than just one great game. It's about playing consistently game after game, season after season. It's the same with your super. Because if you're with Host Plus, you're the super fund with a history of long-term top performance. Host Plus, 
we go with you. This is general advice only. Consider the relevant Host Plus PDS available at hostplus.com.au before deciding if Host Plus is appropriate for you. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance. News, sport, talk. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river. It is 22 after the hour of four o'clock. Good to have you along this morning for the broadcasting area that we're in at the moment. Ruchidor, well, we're not there. Well, Swanee's up there, I suppase so yep, it relates Swanee to him twelve to twenty two Kieran's in the studio uh Malacuta's nine degrees heading to fifteen Lismore seven to twenty two Newcastle eight to sixteen today, and about the same for Sydney as well. Where can we go fishing Kieran? Well, if you were up there uh, that report we got from Ned Kelly's bait and tackle at Port Macquarie indicates that the estuary would be a great place to be. Plenty of brim being caught around the break walls up there. Uh, and it doesn't matter whether you fish day or night. And uh, the rat, uh, flathead have been reasonable as well. And don't forget to go and have a, a cast at Lake Cathy. You could do yourself uh, a good favour there. I won't talk about uh, The beaches have been good. You'll always get most of the beaches along the northern beaches here from Sydney right up to the Queensland border. You'll find tailor and salmon. There'll be brim on them. And there'll be some flathead there in the corners. We spoke about that yesterday. Mm-hmm. Fishing around the rock areas. Come round to the corners. And uh, if you've been fishing for the blackfish or the drum up, come around the corner and you'll find brim. So that's a good spot. Now, going down to Naruma. Down there, the report from the Ocean Hut at the Complete Angler Store, 23 Graham Street, Naruma. Around the lakes... Down there, salmon tail, a brim snapper, and there's been some uh, soapy jewies, not the big ones. Um, in the river, there's been some crabs. So, did you say soapy jewies? Yeah, small ones. Oh, not, not ones no. that are just halfway through the shower? No, no. Just checking. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not really sure him. if they were in the shower, whether they'd be used. I've thrown him. I've thrown him. Uh, the palm olive fluid stuff or cake of soap. Thanks very much for that. <laughs> the cats and muddies and blue swimmer crabs down there as well. The beaches, as I said. But down south, the gummy sharks have been very plentiful on the beaches down that way. I won't worry about outside snapper yeah. and things like that. We've got past that. It's Come still a bit, a bit further north, Bateman's Bay. Morning, Marion and Rodney. Harry's Bait and Tackle, 17 Clyde Street. Down there, Bateman's Bay, the river, the Clyde. There's Brim, Flathead, Taylor, Odd Shark, and some good Jewfish being caught. The T-Wharf and the break walls are the better place to fish. If you want the beaches down there, there's Flathead, Brim. Uh, they're really, like last week, they spoke about the local people, the indigenous people, were uh, running the nets for the mullet. But she said that the run didn't last very long and they didn't do very well. So there wasn't a big mullet run. So uh, that's what's happening from Harry's Bait and Tackle. I'm not worried about outside areas. 
here in Sydney at Narrabeen. The bait and tackle of 1469 Pittwater Road, Narrabeen, right there in the middle bridge. Again, I'll mention Patonga, the beach, or the creek behind there. Uh, with the Jewfish still being about, I'd go to Pearl Beach. Don't forget they were dredging up in Brisbane waters. And for you, who uh, went to the toy shop for your fish, but if you go and actually fish in the pit water, you'll find brim, flathead, kingies, bonito, flounder. I bet you I wouldn't find any of those. Not that they're not there for other fish. It's just they me. are there. Just for me. But you, you, you look. A perfect spot for you, the Newport Arms, right? Because if you fail, oh. you can set a line and walk up and get a schooner and walk back down. And oh, so you meant go down. I was thinking, standing out on the back balcony there, I don't know if, if my cast would be good enough to get in the water, no, but you, you actually meant in front of it. Okay. Down there okay. and fish from down there. Okay. So uh, you could do all right there. Narrabeen Lake is another good spot for you. You can fish up the back there. Around near the the boat ramp, uh, the sports oval, you fish up there, or if you fish down the front or the middle bridge, the caravan park, and you know where the caravan yeah. park and all yeah. that is, and the cricket nets, fish along there, or come over to the Woolworth side, and there's a deep channel there, and you pick up flathead brim and whiting. Mm. Okay, then if we look at Coffs Harbour. Where we spoke yesterday that the seas were up around about three metres, I do believe. How are they now? How's that now? That I'll weather take a look up for there. You. I'll take a look for you. Because uh, outside the Marlam and out mm. there still, the blueies and stripes. Some dolphin fish were out at the wave uh, recorder. And mackerel out there. So off coughs at the moment, 1.9 with a seven second. Um, Period. Sharp. So yeah, it's sharp. The further out you get, though, the more lumpy it gets. And we're talking okay. a couple of hundred K off to around about 2.4, nearly 3 yeah, metres. Right. Okay, so we won't worry about going too far offshore. So have a look at fishing in close for snapper in around 15, 20 metres. If you think you can handle it, 60 metre mark has been very good. Better conditions out there uh, looking for snapper, drag and pearl perch. Go around the lighthouse, you'll find some kingfish. If you go around the island, you'll find some kingies and snapper. Their beaches are producing tailor brim and whiting, worms for the whiting, mullet fillets for the uh, for the brim, and you'll pick up tailor with them as well. In the rivers up there, there's flooded, well, mainly down around the the mouths for them. If you go around and fish off the break walls. You'll find some brim and blackfish. But they reckon the best fishing at the moment is for trout at Ebor, Dorigood and Doriga. They're the two hot spots. Uh, the marinas got brim trevally. They're there all the time, resident in the, in the harbour of the blackfish and the brim as well. Copeland Dan's been good. Good fish caught out there. There's been cod and yellow belly caught. The cod, the yellow belly would be slowing down at a great rate because of the cold. The Don't blame them. The water temperature would be dropping. And I can verify that from Tamworth, the fishing tackle store out there. When I was talking to Brad, he said, keep it dropping. 
was 100%. It's now down to 95. He said, so the yellow belly have gone quiet, but the cod have been caught on the spinner baits, uh, you know, chatter baits. Chatterbait, well, naturally, chatter means noise. Just like, I can't say mother-in-law, can you? <laughs> Just, you know, that's not correct, Kieran. You can't say that. Oh. Unlike you, and not to upset you people, that? Kieran. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm still in trouble over the teacher thing. I know, I know. You're not going to live that one down I'm for a so while. I'm so sorry. Tanya Yori. Yeah, well. Teacher, I forgot I got... Members of the family that are teachers all give it to me about that. But they say Ebor, Mundell and Barrington tops fishing for trout is good. So don't forget, if you're out that way, call in Tamworth Fishing Tackle and the Outdoor Store. And don't forget, if you're a hunter, just uh, about 100, 200 yards away is the gun store. Hmm. Remember, we had the yeah. guy from the gun shop on. Got about 150 metres of guns on display. It's incredible, isn't it? I actually mm. want to get up there like and, and take a look. our friend Stevie Bowler, mm. he's getting his uh, gun shop all organised and stuff. So, Speaking of friends, you, you caught up with a few people yesterday and um, I'm quite happy to hear that we've uh, got some reports coming in from Lake Macquarie now. They were. They thought that was terrific. Mm. You know, and uh, some family members from up that way that live on the lake said it's good to hear uh, what's happening up there and keep it up. Mm. So for those that listen on a Sunday only and not a Saturday, I've talked Grant into, because uh, he, he captures everything and puts it on podcast. So we've got a copy somewhere I think you stored there that we uh, can Bradley. play. Yeah, yeah, we will. Uh, and we should point out too that the, Normally we would have Ross O'Brien in that. Uh, and quite a few people on Facebook too have sent out a cheerio to Ross. To, so when you speak to him during the week, if you could pass that on. The, yeah, people are throwing lots look, of love and vibe I, his way. He said, oh, I'll be right, I'll be right. This is Friday and he's hanging there with all bits and pieces hanging out of him. I'll and, be right uh, for Sunday. Yeah, no, Ross, go on, leaving you alone. Stay <laughs> in bed, we'll get you next week. You've been, you've been relegated to... Uh, recovery for yeah, this weekend. That's true. And he, hopefully he'll be back next weekend. So we'll take a break. We'll replay Bradley from yesterday and uh, then we'll be back with more. Gary Stewart has Sydney talking. I think the only redeeming feature about Joe Biden is that he has supplied the Ukrainians to kick the Russians out of Ukraine. Just a hypothetical Donald Trump gets back in. Do you think that he would have more power to push Putin to the brink to say you got to you got to cut this out, you got to stop the war in Ukraine? Gary Stewart, weeknights from 8 p.m. The AFL and Rugby Australia have become the latest Australian sporting code to declare support for the yes vote. Do you ask why they're doing this, or do you say why not? Talk tonight with Gary Stewart. What they did over in Europe, they took all the monies from gambling over there mm-hmm. and turned it into the railways. And that's the reason why they have such a good railway network overseas. Gary Stewart, weeknights from 8. 
Good for the game tomorrow? Nah, still trying to sell the car. Oh, give me your phone, let me do it. Yeah, good luck. Car sales, instant offer. Car sales, what? Instant offer. You can skip creating an ad, dealing with buyers and waiting for a decent offer all weekend. Is that the offer for my car already? Yep. Now just take it to one of the official buyers nationwide, get it looked over, and the money drops the next business day. So I'll see you at the game then? Yeah, see you at the game. Car sales instant offer. The hassle-free way to sell your car. T&C Supply. You know, a flat tyre is no problem at all when you carry the amazing Easy Jack in the boot of your car. With Easy Jack, you can raise and lower the height of your vehicle at the push of a button. Easy Jack comes with its own rattle gun, so you can loosen and tighten those hard-to-budge wheel nuts. Easy Jack simply plugs into your car's 12-volt power source. So go to Easy Jack, that's E-Z-I-J-A-K dot com dot A-U, or phone Rebecca on 0427 290 297. Pick your favourite Kia from the award-winning Kia Sportage to the street cred-delivering Kia Seltos or Kia's most powerful car ever, the all-electric EV6 GT. Book a test drive today to find your chosen one. Find out more at kia.com.au or drop into your nearest Kia dealer. Kia movement that inspires. Are you thinking of making a move away from the hustle and the bustle of city life? Maybe you've got a few acres and a new country style house in mind. Huh? Well, whatever you're after, you can build it very, very easily with Pal Kit Homes. Find out more at Pal Kit Homes. That's P-A-A-L p-a-l-kithomes.com.au or phone them. Pal Kit Homes, their telephone number is 1-800-024-912. 1-800-024-912. 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. Welcome back to High Tide. Good to have the pleasure of your company this morning. Grant Boyden and Kieran Ricky in the studio. No Alan Blake. He's on the sick list suffering from the man flu. So while there's a gap in proceedings, it's a, a great opportunity to catch up with a new charter boat operator that's uh, going to join the program for fishing reports each week. His name is Brad Ekman, and he runs Renegade Charters out of Lake Macquarie. And he's on the line now. G'day, Brad. How are you? Good morning. Great. Very well here. Thank you very much. Good part it's, of the um, world to be, too, up where you are at the moment. Beautiful Lake Macquarie. And today, I know that you've got a charter later on today. Fortunately, it's uh, in the lake area because offshore, two to three metres decreasing to 1.5 by the evening. You don't want to be heading offshore today, even in boats as big as yours. No, it takes the fun out of it. And in the lake at the moment, there's quite a bit of action around at the moment. There's a lot of brim and some uh, good medium-sized squire, like snapper, up to 60 centimetres, and the jewfish. And we have great tides for jewfish this weekend. And um, this bit of we- you know, the bit of weather that we've had will um, only increase the chances of um, a few fish being caught there. So, yeah, I'll be quietly confident about catching a few on the weekend for the people anyway that come out on the boat. Well, you're chasing Jews this afternoon, aren't you? Yes, yes, that's right. Yeah, there's a lot of them around at the moment and we'll be using bait and it's quite easy to catch a bait fish at the moment. There's a lot of yellow tail in the lake and there's a lot of tailor 
and they tend to chase the tailor schools and the bait fish there. So, yeah, it's going to be, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be a good trip. Yeah, you and your brother grew up in the area and fishing fishing a lot. So so when did it all begin for you? I've, yeah, I've fished as long as I can ever remember. That's all I've ever done. And, yeah, it's just my passion. And I've just continued on all day, every day in my whole life. It's based around fishing, really. So, um, yeah, I've, yeah I've, I've fished the lake for a long time. And I've sort of seen a lot happen in that time. Like the commercial fishing has stopped and the fishing's improved. and yeah, it's just all going very, very well around the lake at the moment, that's for sure. And some good news from up your way too. Uh, the, you were telling me during the week that they are finally going to start redredging the Swansea Channel. Uh, we we are sort of waiting to see if that comes to fruition because we've heard this before, right? Yes, yes, it's going to happen. I think they had to wait for one more signature for the uh, formal approval and it's sort of um, – Everything's formally approved now, so it's just a matter of time, I think, till when the uh, dredging starts. But it really, really needs to happen because it's sort of restricting everything in the lake, you know, like not just people coming and going, but the tides and the fish, and it just needs to be dredged. It does. So yeah. this would be really, really good when it starts and it happens. The council up there had some uh, issues earlier on last year where they uh, ran out of money and everything got really ugly. And we knew that as soon as that happened that they weren't going to be dredging the channel. But some of my yachting friends, Brad, are telling me you can still get in there A-OK, but I'd be a little bit dubious about it, even though they've got a bigger draft than me. I, I don't know. It's just it's a very difficult channel to negotiate. And if it hasn't been dredged, I mean, well, how do you find it? It's, yes, you, the main channel now is sort of pretty well impassable unless you're in a little tinny. But for yachts and for larger boats, like you've got the old Air Force channel, which has opened up naturally, but you really got to sort of be alert and aware of the, um, of the tides and also the channel markers. And even within the channel markers, you really need a little bit of local knowledge because, yeah. you know, like you're sort of talking like, under two metres, you know, in quite a lot of places and you really sort of got to be alert. you just got to pick the tides and you would, you know, you, if you were not familiar, you definitely sort of need some assistance and definitely not after dark, that's for sure. Well, you decided, uh, I know you worked in the mining industry for a while and you decided to, to get to get out of that and start up your own charter. I suppose I should be calling you a Commodore, you know, in actual fact, because you, you've got a couple of boats. So tell us about the boats, where you, where you got them from and, and what your plans are with them. Well, I got a Stebber 38-foot game fisher. It was a charter boat. It was purpose-built charter boat and it serviced Hamilton Island and Early Beach, and I uh, bought that one a couple of years ago and sailed it down to Lake Macquarie, and I've sort of upgraded the engines and give it a birthday, and it's a really, really strong, good boat, reliable, comfortable, and, yeah, I plan to do all types of fishing, from game fishing, offshore reef fishing, inshore reef fishing, sport fishing for dolphin fish, and tuners and also lake cruises and lake fishing in Lake Macquarie. And then I've recently purchased a 48-feet Randall and sailed it up from Jarvis Bay and converting it to a 
just a cruise boat for the lake to have barbecues and a sunny day out, you know. So, yeah, I'm sort of pretty keen. It's the next phase of my life yeah. and doing something that I'll really enjoy. And that's it, isn't it? When you've grown up around fishing, I, I know I won't give away the location or anything, but I know that you you grew up on the water. Your family lived near the water. You've fished all your life. You and your brother have done that for a, a long time. To be able to convert that to your day job, and I know it's only, you know, I mean, you've been doing it for a while, but now you're doing it full on. Um, it's it's a big step. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is a big step, but it's... It's what I like to do, so I'll just, yeah, I'll put my head on the chopping block and, you know, try and make, you know, my sort of passion a, a living, you know, and, I off, you know, when I offer the, you know, people the best experience and in comfort and style and have a good day out, you know, sort of make it the best day out for everybody all around. Then you know they'll keep coming back. If somebody wants to book with Renegade, how should they do it? Uh, they can telephone me on... Zero four three seven three eight nine oh nine seven, or you can check out the website www. and send a message. Now, Brad, we're going to look forward to catching up with you each week and grabbing a fishing report from up there. And uh, we appreciate your time this morning. Much appreciated. Thanks very much. My pleasure, Grant. I'm very, very happy to be on board. Thank you very much. Uh, Brad Ekman there from Renegade uh, Charters out of the Central Coast. If you're up that way and you're thinking of uh, heading out, give him a buzz. He's a good bloke. I've uh, had a bit of a chance to chat with him over the last couple of months. He is passionate about his fishing, as we all are. We're going to take a break and be back with more on High Tide right after this. 2SM has Sydney talking. Wake up with Richard King from 5am. Somebody who certainly isn't remaining in neutral on the subject of the voices, our Prime Minister Anthony Albanese, and he joins me now. Good morning, Prime Minister. Good morning, Richard. Good to be with you. John Lord. What the hell was she doing at three o'clock in the morning at a strip club? Pete Davis. It's a uh, wide and varied show, this one, where you can talk about anything, honestly. Afternoons with Brent Bolsitude. They're not being negative. They're putting forward a different opinion to you. Talking sports. Weekdays from three. There we go. Remarkably, after seven rounds, just three wins separate the NRL leader from, wait for it, 15th place. Talk tonight with Gary Stewart. She does need to remember who she is and where she stands in society. And to use that sort of language is pretty rough. This is 2SM. 2SM has Sydney talking. There's a conversation going on. It's a conversation that will never end. Radio 2SM is at the centre of it all. Connecting you to what really matters. To the issues you care about. To the debate you want to be part of. This is Radio 2SM. Have you uh, renewed our business insurance? Actually, <laughs> of course he hasn't. He hates paperwork. And you are? The Grim Renewer. Putting the ew into renewing insurance. Complicated quotes. Jargon. Time. To- yeah, no, I've done it. Wait, what? I went online to bizcover.com.au, compared multiple policies, and got my business insurance pack in minutes. No dramas? Not with Bizcover. Uh, oh, sorry about your wall. Oh, good. We're insured. 
Have you been charged with a criminal offence? Need legal representation or advice? With our dedicated criminal team, you can have the peace of mind that you need on any day at any time. Contact our criminal law team at Brydon's Lawyers today on 1-800-017-017 or visit brydons.com.au, available 24 hours a day. For expert legal representation, save 1-800-017-017 to your phone. Brydon's Lawyers, we do support you when you need it most. From sailboats to yachts to jet skis, Finance Easy offer leisure craft loans with flexible repayments to suit your budget and lifestyle. And they give you an answer within 24 hours. They've taken the hassle out of borrowing money for your new pride and joy, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Applying is easy. Visit the website and provide a few details. Go to financeeasy.com.au or call 1300-003-003. Australian Credit Licence Number 392182. Listen to 2SM online, 2SMSuperNetwork.com. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river. It's 14 minutes away from 5. High Tide, good to have the pleasure of your company this morning. Kieran, I've got some good news for you. Uh, that'll be good. Bobby Dean is sounding a hell of a lot better than he was yesterday. Good morning, buddy. How are you? Oh, bloody hell, yes. I could have done with some wet therapy. <laughs> you were very crook yesterday. Thank you for putting in the effort to come on the program, too. Ah, uh, mate. I don't know. It becomes part of your day, you know, mate. <laughs> True. Yeah, that's just one of those things you enjoy doing, mate. Yeah. Did you have any luck catching up with anyone yesterday and uh, finding out what... Oh, look, I'd had stuff for yesterday, but I, you know... Couldn't... My brain wouldn't work. Yeah, my mouth was working, my brain wasn't. That's generally the case most days for me. Oh, no, well, it's funny how you trip over your feet. (laughs) Yeah, now, leave me out of it. (laughs) I don't care, mate. You might have invented it, but a few of us have followed you. (laughs) But uh, look, mate, to be honest, well, start from the yeah, Shell Harbour area. Yep. Snapper. Okay. In close. On Bates and Jigs. One of my mates, Nick. Um, he's been making his own jigs. And he does sell a few. I don't know what side he's on Facebook somewhere. And he sells them quite cheap. Uh, they've been doing well. He makes them from various sizes, but... One of his mates slash customers has been fishing at 90 to 100 metre depth and a fish averaging like two to five kilo, which is, you know, fantastic. Yeah. Um, move up a bit, up off, you know, the National Park and that. You want a flathead in that 30 to 40 metre mark? And, yeah, you know, I remember when we were kids and we used to fish it and even talking to Ray... This time of year, always, you'd get two, three, four, a giant flounder. Is this one uh, heading towards Stanwell Park? Well, yeah. Or up past the Five Islands? No, 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 off, off the National Royal National Park. Right? Oh, okay. Yeah, yep, anywhere yep. from Gibbon Point down to Hotford. Yeah. Um, yeah, any of those areas, mate. And there's a lot of... Reef just out a little bit wider too. A lot of people don't realise. But um, sixty, seventy metre mark. 
But, uh, you know, come further north, I don't know exactly off off Sydney, but it'd be no different with a snapper, I wouldn't think. Um, me mate Reno fished up at Longworth during the week, landed three nice fish, dropped several. Um, well, wouldn't you be able to do fish Boltons and Reggies as well? Oh, I haven't got that far yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Hey? Sorry. You're right, mate. You're right. Look, um, and you know, he got a couple of fish around a 60 and one at 77. And I think he pulled the hooks on three or four. And his mate Rick, he had one of those days, he had a shocker. Everybody knows when you fish with two people, and rarely do both of go off. Can be extremely frustrating using the same gear, bait, and fishing alongside each other, but it does happen. It's very annoying when, uh, say, like I'm sitting this side of the boat and Grant's on the other side of the boat, and we know Grant catches fish because he goes to the toy shop. But you know, if he's catching fish, and then I say, "Mate, I'm having a bad day. I'm not catching any," I'll swap spots. Then he comes to my spot and catches fish, and I go over there, don't catch anything. Mate, I've been there, done that. Um, swap gear and all, mate. You know, that, it, it's just one of those mojo things, mate. But, yep. uh, yeah, as you were talking about out of broken bait, mm-hmm. the closer reefs, uh, on a close little reef just off North Wales, and there's a lot of little reef between Naranjoe and here, just get on the outside edges. And this time of the year, too, we used to fish really like six pound, eight pound line. Burley, be patient. Burley for an hour, hour and a half, and we used to get some unbelievable school, uh, brim. And now and then you'd hook a good red, and it's a surprising, you know, we got reds of six and a half kilos and six pound line, mate. Mind you, we had a lot of re rigs too, but uh, it's just one of those things. And uh, there, from there north, I'm not real sure. Um, beaches on the central coast, brim, tail of salmon. Yeah, pretty much scattered right up along the coastline there. You know, entrance, Birdie Beach and the like, Budgie Boy Beach. So you know, that's, uh, that, that's good for that. Um, go down to the, you know, the freshwater systems, the Tumut River's been fishing quite well. Don't forget, a long weekend, the end of the long weekend, it closes. Yep. Uh, the mountain streams are What's the same. What's that, the here. ninth and the 10th? Yep, well, yep. Yeah, 9th and 10th, I think. Yeah. But, you know, like yesterday I said, you know, I was going to get the Coxes River limits, the fishing and the, and the well and Dewey. Well, on the Coxes, it's downstream of the Little River, which is back towards Warragamba. Right. And the well and Dewey is downstream of the Tarlow River. Do not fish either of those the river or the tarlow, you'll get nailed. And if you're happily walking in from trout water, do not have a rod rigged because it will cost you a blister and possible loss of gear. Mm. Which is, you know, to me, fair enough, right? Yeah, fair yeah. Enough. The only time that some of the laws that concern me, well, they used to concern me, was when they said you can't have your gear rigged and you're heading offshore. I thought you were going to say putting seatbelts on and giving way to cyclists. 
Don't bring no, cyclists don't, into don't, it. Don't, don't or joggers. <laughs> yeah. You know, they should be fishing in the parks. That's yeah. what we build parks for. That's what we build tracks around parks. Not the, If you're registered and you pay registration, <laughs> be on the road. Yeah, get on with the show. Get the gaff. Get the gaff. Anyway, yep. so look, the, the way it stands, there's plenty of fish around. Um, I'm sure worse comes to worse. You know, if there's not too much wind, that, that couple of metres of swell, that's only up and down. All right, it's a bit close together so you don't travel quick. Yeah, about seven yep. seconds, I think. Hey? What have we got here now, about seven seconds and about two metres or under two metres? Yeah, that's all right. But it's, it's a matter of not driving quick. All right, slow down, chuck a couple of lures out. You might yeah. pick up a, a bonnie or a stripey or something like that. Wow, you're not going to get better bait, mate. You don't have to go too far out through the heads, or you you can go and fish around there at Old Man's Hat. Mate, anywhere along nice the, the rocky coastline. You, know, you get on the edge of that white, foamy water and troll along there. You'll pick up a needle, you'll pick up anything. You might pick up a few kings. Oh, that's what I'm forgot to mention. A lot of really good kings and squid in port hacking. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, and Botany Bay. Hold on a point. Bream Trevally, legal red. Uh, throughout the bay, there's, you know, a few you know, schools of Bream. It's just a matter of drifting around finding them, Anchor and Burley. Um, up around the bridge, Captain Cook Bridge and that. A yeah. lot of good quality brim. Taylor, Mulloway, of various sizes. So, yeah, watch your sizes. And uh, the Mulloway are moving right up the river now, uh, up into um, Chipping Norton Lake. And they'll, they'll spend the winter up there. You get all, all the, the small mullet up there this time of year. And they just chop on them and uh, try to fish your tide changes, mate. It's, it's just one of those places there. Just be patient, fish the deeper holes, and don't drive through the hole and try and fish it because they do scoop. Or, okay, if you run the electric, well, all right, fine. But again, you know, better not to disturb it. And you see other blokes flicking lures, give them a wide berth. And if you're new to it, give them a wide berth and just take note of where they are. Yeah, and I'm going to say that's most information that I've had from you for a long time, and I'm going to have to call the quits there and talk to you next Saturday. Yeah, no worries, mate. I'll catch up with you. <laughs> good on you, Bobby. Have a good day, buddy. And Jeez, glad, to, glad to hear you're on the improve. Don't forget the little white bear. He can help. I don't take bears. <laughs> See you, buddy. <laughs> They have updated uh, the coastal uh, forecast, Broken Bay to Port Hacking. At the moment, it stands westerly 15 to 20 knots, 1 to 1.5 metres. Uh, swell from the south, 1.5, decreasing to around 1 metre during the day, partly cloudy. And the disappointing thing, Kieran, is it's pretty much like that for the next few days, too, as this uh, high-pressure system extends across. And we've got a, uh, believe it or not, we've got a cold change coming through. I can't believe that, but it is coming through and it's going to... Uh, yeah, dear, they yeah. bring that up. It's too damn cold as it is. We're going to break for the news on the other side of the 5 o'clock news. We'll be back and PJ will join us. Laurie McAnally, please stick around. Should be a good show.